Hard to believe, but yes, it is 12 o'clock on a Sunday. You still in bed? That's outrageous and, quite frankly, I'm a little bit jealous. Um, my name's Russ Kane, what's left of me, and welcome to Men's Radio Station, where men really talk, and frankly, some people sulk. Um, joining me in the studio, Boy Wonder producer, the man who rocks the decks uh, all the time with us on Men's Radio Station, James Blake. The magical hand that you always see on Facebook. That's just the hand, uh, because to be honest with you, he's probably too handsome and he would just hijack the whole show. And sitting in with us, making a rare personal appearance above the scenes rather than behind the scenes, Dennis. And Dennis and I uh, met in the lift. We didn't just met in the lift. We've probably been working together for some time. But Dennis and I met in the lift at Covent Garden. <laughs> this is the first time you ever No, met I didn't Dennis. just turn around <laughs> to a random stranger in the lift and go, hey, I've got a good idea. We're running a radio station. Why don't you come in? He went, yeah, okay. i got nothing else to do. I was going to go shopping. Nonsense. Welcome, Dennis. Welcome. Um, thanks for having me here. Oh, always. always. Dennis is always here, by the way. But he's uh, very uh, low-key and stays in the sadly deserted green room. The ghost town of a green room. The ghost town of a green room. Because the big news, the big news, Mrs. B, the goddess of the green room, has not joined us today. She is... Uh... Den- in other words, James's mum. So, um, yeah, I know, I know. It's just like the BBC. It's uncanny, isn't it? You honestly thought you were tuned into the World Service. So, so where, where might she be, James? Your mum. Mum had a... I love putting you on the spot. (laughs) Had a prior engagement. Had a prior engagement. So she's sitting in her kitchen sulking. That's what she's doing. Essentially what she's doing. Very much matching yourself. Well, I'm not sulking. I'm just upset. I'm disappointed. I feel like I've been brutally slapped in the face by fate. Mum is, (laughs) shall we say... You'll get used to it, don't worry, Dennis. It's okay, Dennis. Uh, mum is what? I would say mum is... Is she wearing her cocktail dress just because it's a Sunday, like she always does when oh, she comes here? of course. You know she is. You know she... Yeah. Or, she Would she be wearing the cocktail dress? There'll be the Union Jack tea cosy. Everything's laid out. But it's not here. It's unfortunately in... Oh, don't bang the desk. Um, it is in her it's lovely like home in North London. Northwest, North London somewhere. Location 32, the high street above the kebab shop. Edgeware. <laughs> Right, um, this week is uh, mental, mental, health. Ha- me- mental Health Awareness Week. Um, and as you know, on men's radio station, and indeed on women's radio station, our whole ethos is to deal with and only look at well-being. That gives us a pretty big umbrella to look at stuff. Uh, what makes you feel good? It's about health. It's certainly about mental health, uh, about depression and all sorts of things. And I have to say that Boy Wonder James is... Um, <coughs> Being only 13, it's amazing he came up with this. Uh, he said, well, I think we should talk about for the first uh, half hour or so before our guests come rocking up, um, uh, body image. And it's a very big subject. So as you dreamt it up, James Blake, kick it off. Well, I mean, this is Mental Health Awareness Week, and the whole theme of the week is sort of body dysmorphia, body image. Um, but I feel like something that definitely we talk about a lot here at men's radio station, even just amongst ourselves off the air, is body image. Mm-hmm. You know, we're always sort of wondering, do I look okay? Is my weight okay? Um, you know, how do I, how should I dress for certain things? How do I how do I come across? And I, it's just something that I really ah, feel like. Wait, wait, hang on, hang on. Well, that's another thing. That's a whole other issue. How do I come across? We can deal with that. 
But it, it, it's very interesting you're talking about body. I mean, uh, Dennis, joking aside, like you and I are always saying, uh, we, we're always constantly dieting, mm. which drives us both. Both you do and I do. You get a bit lapsed. And I, I try not to get lax because I've got a lot of stuff coming up. Dennis is like as slim as a reed, so obviously we hate him. Yeah, um, but I eat a lot. I've got a good appetite. Uh, no, we already <laughs> said we hate you. Now we loathe you. Thanks. Uh, uh, almost as much as the Icelandic singers yesterday, but not quite as much. We're just coming out hot today, are we? we? Don't, I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. But Dennis, you're always immaculate. I mean, seriously, you're always immaculate. You're quite a mm. peacock the way you, you dress. Oh, by the way, if you're wondering, we're talking of peacocks where Phil the gel hair, um, Phil Dave is. Phil Dave is, <laughs> where is he? Israel, Eurovision. You join the dots, I'm not even going to go there. Anyway, he seems to be having fun out there, so that's, that's the main thing. Um, I don't suppose he voted for Iceland then. <laughs> I'm guessing, I'm going out on a limb here. Phil Dave from North London, did he vote for, no. Did he try and kill him? Probably. Um, I don't think they'll be getting far out of Israel, I'll tell you well, that. They were, they'll, they'll get out. Well, how do they get in? All right, so Dennis, <coughs> body image. You, you're, I mean, you're so slim, and yet you're saying you eat like, like, a, like a horse. Yeah, I do. Um, <sighs> yeah, it's probably genetics, because um, my mom is also slender, and ever since wh when I was a kid, I keep on eating, but I just don't gain weight, so I, I think I just have a good metabolism. Um, Who's that? Oh, it's Dennis. Dennis's phone. Dennis is off because Dennis I have also Dennis has many duties here on Men's Radio Station. He has to do his actual job. Now, oh. interestingly, uh, one of my relatives is a big um, uh, expert on body image. She goes around uh, lecturing about it. It's a huge, huge problem, and I'm, I'm surprised that that was the main thing about Mental Health Awareness Week. Was that was the main main thing? Was body image, that not not depression. That was well anxiety. Uh, one of the um, I feel like body image can lead into depression and anxiety. You know, if you're not comfortable with your body image, you might start getting anxious. You might start getting depressed. Mm -hmm. You might start feeling more uncomfortable. Um, I mean, it says here higher body dissatisfaction is associated with a poorer quality of life. Um, can risk unhealthy behaviours and psychological distress. So I feel like the whole, you know, the, the overarching thing is body image and then it's all the tendrils that come down from it. Did you swallow a thesaurus this morning for breakfast? That was really good. <laughs> tendrils? <laughs> when was the last time anybody listening to Men's Radio Station, when the hell was the last time you heard the word tendrils? Right. Um, if you want to join in, 0203 290 That's 0203 Two nine zero double four double one. You gonna do it? Say say the magic words and it will be done. Just press the button. Oh two oh three two nine oh double four double one. You wouldn't know, uh, judging from his brutal sarcasm on Facebook, that David Middle's actually a good friend. And David Middle, who lives in France, uh, did all our jingles. So if you love them, it's him. And if you hate them, his name's David Middle. Right. So. One of the problems I see, and uh, we come to this theme all the time, James, is social media, which absolutely screws the world up, if you're not careful, about body image. And at the head of the list, I put those plastic fantastics, the Kardashians, and all the, all the rest of these people who well, just have mucked stuff up. One thing that, when I was sort of preparing for this week's episode one thing that occurred to me is that i think body image is all about being accepted isn't it if you think it's by whom well just 
I think maybe, you know, by people you're trying to impress, by the general world, by the general, like, of society. And it's funny. I think body mm. image comes a lot... It's it's really is. We could talk a lot about it because I think there's the way you your body looks um, health-wise, but it's also the way you dress. It's also the way you come across, isn't it, body image? And it's, you know, you sometimes you meet someone and you see the way they dress and you think, oh, maybe they're having a bad day. Or you, you know what I mean? Or you think, like, oh, look, they're really, like, powerful. They're wearing a suit and tie and they're coming across really strong. Or it's like they're wearing track pants and a, a, an unironed T-shirt. <laughs> Anybody we know? James? Anyone? No unironed T-shirts here. I'm so buying you an iron for Christmas. Christmas. But that's kind of, it's weird. That's one of the things. And it comes into social media as well because I feel like, you know, you go onto these social media profiles, forget the way they look, you know, how do I say this? Just say it. Like naturally. Yeah. Look at their clothes, look at the way they dress. And, you know, if you're a child or a young adult or even a, an adult, you look at that and you think, am I not dressing correctly? Do I need to change my style? Is this what's well, in it's trend? All about, it, it's all about being comfortable with yourself. And it's always about this notion of do I care if I'm accepted or not me I couldn't give a I couldn't give a monkeys I don't, I don't care but I've got to that stage in my life that I don't care so if it if if I'm happy with it I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it and if you don't like it jog on I don't care do you not think that's body image though feeling comfortable with the way you look it's all it's absolutely all part of it but I think that uh, the youngsters especially girls uh, really suffer from this because I think the pressure is ludicrous. The pressure is absolutely insane. I mean, you know, what is the average diet of a runway model? You know, it's Marlboro Lights and black coffee. Black coffee and an apple, right? Famously well, said if, by if someone. If you, if you can eat the apple. Otherwise, it's just black coffee and Marlboro Lights and we won't go anywhere else with all the other stuff which will make you lose weight. It comes out of uh, Colombia. So... Um, <clears throat> So, uh, you know, it's not fair for people living a normal, uh, a normal life, getting up, having breakfast, having kids, going to work, sometimes holding down two jobs, running around, keeping the house going, all the things, all the pressures of real life. It's so unfair to see people that are cited as being aspirational, but they're completely, it's not realistic whatsoever. Because all they have to do, especially, this is something I feel very strongly about, you know, every time you see a chat show, I avoid chat shows. <laughs> Oddly enough, I'm doing one tomorrow on TV. But normally I avoid them like the plague. I don't watch them. But um, what, what chat show are you doing? I'm doing London Live tomorrow morning. Oh. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, uh, to uh, uh, They wanted me in to publicize my novel, uh, The Gatekeeper. But um, I'll come back to that another time. What I do feel sorry for, when you're watching a chat show and they wheel out whatever latest film they're trying, they're on a... PR junket to do, you know, it's all part of the contract. They have to turn up at various chat shows around Europe to push whatever movie they're, they're flogging. That's what it's about. Um, and you see some of these actresses, everyone goes, oh, aren't they marvelous? They have one job. That's their job. They have nutritionists. They have personal fitness trainers. They have stylists. They have all of these people because what's their job? They've got to look fantastic. When you get to be a great actress like Maggie Smith and Judy Dench, you're not looking at that, but when you're in the complete jungle of Hollywood where you're only as good as your last movie or your toast and all these uh, women vying for attention, etc., that they have to look like that. But it's unfair 
on yeah. women or on anybody else that you think, well, I don't look like that. Well, of course you don't. You don't have a personal trainer. You don't have a personal nutritionist. You don't have your own stylist. You what don't have a gym at home. One thing you touched on there is the it's the team around these people to make them look that way. Mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth, who I don't know if you know, he's the actor that plays... I know, yes. Oh, I don't know, you know. Us kids with our cool stuff, you know, our <laughs> Avengers. We have 21-year-old sons. If you don't think I know every freaking molecule of the Avengers, all 8 million films in the genre, you must be mad. There is nothing about the Avengers you could ask me that I wouldn't know. Plus, I've seen all the films myself. Well, did, you, great. did you know this about the Avengers? So Chris Hemsworth recently put out a... I think it was an Instagram post mm. with a picture of him with his shirt off on set for the Avengers mm-hmm. and then I think it was a couple months after they finished filming and you could see the difference and he said I want to thank everyone in the left image for helping me to achieve mm-hmm. this body yeah. and like this great big list of you know I had this nutritionist sure. I had this personal trainer I had this and he's like this this team of people helped me achieve this look and then he said in the other picture this is how I actually look he seems like a great guy. He seems very, very down to earth. He seems very grounded. I mean, it's the same with Hugh Jackman, who apparently everyone who's met said is just delightful. And the thing about it is, again, when he's all, uh, I was going to say, jacked up for um, playing like Wolverine or something, and he's ripped, and then you see him and he's debulked and, and all the rest of it. I mean, these guys go into training for months before months. a movie. Months and months and months. And so anybody... I mean, literally anybody, if you had that great big team and it was that focused, you would look like that. But our point that James and I are making is unrealistic. And if you agree or you disagree, or maybe you're Chris Hemsworth, uh, (laughs) 0203, can you imagine? I mean, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt's another one. Chris Pratt, when he was in Parks and Recreation, he was played the kind of overweight dummy and then Chris Pratt suddenly is like this super superhero guy very cool he's another person that if you go onto his or if you even watch interviews with him he mm. talks about the you know the unattainable beauty standard that he had to achieve to do his avenger films to do mm. to be a superhero yeah he talks about how you know he had a fitness regime he had a diet regime he had a whole staff of people that helped him look like a superhero and i think that's the thing you have to remember with body image is that these people, they're trying to be a mythical, they're trying to be a superhero. You know yeah. what I mean? It's this mythical thing. And it's bear in mind, you're talking billions, uh, not millions, billions of dollars of revenue globally for these films. These films and these images have to be perfect. It's also the same for uh, TV adverts. And I wonder, you know, a dove... Uh, beauty what are they soap and stuff like that skin yeah so when they were doing i'm sure it was dove and that and they just got normal whatever the word normal means women right to pose and some people thought this was absolutely great and other people mainly women because it's not it's not aimed at guys other people thought oh this is no good i don't want to see this this isn't this is what i don't, don't want to see this on an advert i want to see helena christensen or i want to see Kate Moss, or it, you know, it might be. Uh, I don't want to see real-looking women with all their <laughs> their curves and bumps and all the rest of it. So you know, the, it's all a conspiracy uh, in the real sense, not in the uh, secret squirrel sense, by advertisers and product makers and manufacturers and PR companies and style. It's all lumps 
together, which is why you do have this dysmorphia about body image, which is James's point today. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. So now let's take the next step. We've spoken about the the top of the rung, the celebrity, these people with these unattainable beauty standards who have a whole industry behind them mm. to get it. So now let's talk about the people that respond to that. Let's talk yeah. about the average person, you know, me or you, who, um, you know, we watch Chris Pratt in The Avengers and we think, wow, look at that body. Why? And then, uh, you know, that's when the negative thoughts start to occur, isn't Does it? it? Well, you think, look at that body. Why couldn't I look like that? Because I'm, beca because I'm a realist and I know that I'll pop into uh, Pret-a-Manger and probably grab a sandwich, which I shouldn't do, but I don't. I mean, I literally, now I look at every calorie thing, et cetera. It's done well. Yeah, I've lost a stone. What the hell? And you look so, great. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget who pays the money. <laughs> forget who that's, pays what I, that's what I love about it. <laughs> um, but I th it's... It preys on the more vulnerable, on the more susceptible, because I think you get to a stage in life when you get comfortable, literally, in your skin. This is who I am. I'm pretty comfortable with it. Can I improve it? Yes. Will I improve it? Yeah, I will do something about it. Do I think I can end up looking like uh, someone from the Avengers? Of course not. Of course I can't. I'm way too old. My lifestyle is, is, is impossible to that. There's things you can do. But you're never going to look like that. But there are people who, you see, and then you're going to get into this whole of the cosmetic surgery stuff, which is just a, a complete freaking nightmare. We'll really. get on. To, we'll get onto that. But it's so you talk about how you're you're comfortable. You know, comfortable-ish. Comfortable-ish. I mean, you, bear with me, Russ. But for someone who's still trying to form their image of mm. who they are and what they are. I feel like that's, you know, like you said, that's the more vulnerable person. Very vulnerable. And that's... Very. That's... Because they don't know yet, although they think... I mean, especially t uh, young teenagers, men, uh, boy, boys, girls, men, women, you know, you don't know who you are yet. You think you know who you are yet. Your hormones are raging. Uh, you're inexperienced in life, although you think you're very cool and you know it all. You know absolutely the square root of sod all. That's the truth of it. And... Yeah, you're e you can be easily led. But that's what I think is the problem with body image right there, is that you don't know yet what it actually means to have your image and who you are. So then when you get shown these things, you know, mm. it's like, it's like you said, I went to, when I went and saw Chris Pratt in the cinema, I thought, car, couldn't I look like that? Isn't that Because amazing? in parks and recreation, um, you, you're not huge. I'm joking aside, and I'm not being in any way rude, because he's not fat. He was just not sculptured as my as the boys would say he wasn't a superhero no but you know you that was a part you know if you had to say you could do that you know what i'm saying that and, and i could see that but but did you feel dissatisfied that's the point with did, yourself yeah i felt like if you know why why can't i look like that why is it i'm a little bit tubby why is it i'm a little bit overweight whatever you know whereas he is you know this sculpted it looks yeah. like a gr one of those old Greek statues, you know what I mean? Yeah, of just but muscle. He's, but he's got to. And that, but that is, that's what worries me about body image is that negative cycle of you see this person who's, you know, it's totally fake. Like well we why don't you say, why can't I fly? Or why can't I run at the thousands of miles an hour like the Flash? 
well, why don't I have a, a shield that I can use on the London Underground and it'll protect me like Captain America? You know, you can take it to, you can extrapolate that to any degree that you want. But that's, that's the thing. I, that's in, and if, if that's something that people could take away from this conversation is that when you see these films and you see these supermodels or whatever, mm. it's like, watch the film. Just because he looks like that, it's like, well, you're going to have an Iron Man suit as well, you know? Well, uh, that, 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 that's, exact, that's exactly right. And you know that the hours of makeup, the hours. The other thing, and I've always said it, and it affects women, I think, more than men, is that when they're doing anti-aging products or hair products or any of the, let's put it under the bracket, beauty products, they always choose a model who's probably not 18, 19, tops, 21, 22 maybe, and and you're aiming this product at women in their late 30s, mid 40s. How unfair. How unfair is that? Well, you're never going to look if you're in your mid 40s, you can look fantastic, but you're never going to look 18, 19, 21. It's physically, biologically impossible. See? I do agree with you. Um you can't you can't have like these underage models selling these beauty products. But they do. They do it all the time. Don't you, of I course they do. Don't you feel like it's becoming a thing for men as well now? I feel like, like I what? See, I feel like I see more like anti-aging ads for men. Well, there's a lot of anti. It's a huge. It's a huge industry. But you know, even though I take loads of vitamins and stuff, I know I'm not going to wake up, look in the mirror, and say, "Oh my God, I'm David Gaddy's double." <laughs> I'm going to get mobbed in the street. They will think I am David Gaddy. No, of course they won't. I'm just looking in the mirror and see me. That's it. <laughs> you know, take it or leave it. It's as good as it's going to get. I can't, I, I can't change that. I'm going to pretend I know who that is. Um, David Gandhi. He does the well-man adverts. He does the Marks and Spencer adverts. He's a ridiculously handsome-looking oh, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, on yeah. posters, like, everywhere. I can't he, think of any other mod male model. I don't... He's dreamy. <laughs> you are really getting worrying. <laughs> you are really getting worrying. Without, without a certain green room person here, I feel like, you know... You can say what you want. I can say what I want. Because your mum's not here. Exactly, right? It's like the it's like the. Do you Wild think your mum would be barging in now going, James? Little head would be poking around the corner. Little saying, head. Little, yeah. yeah. But she's not here. She's not here. So I'm here. not bigging her up. I hope. I'm so not bigging her up. And if you're listening, Deborah, I'm not bigging you up. Uh, 0203-290-4411. Russ Kane uh, chatting with James Blake before our guests arrive. We'd love you. We'd try to... Dyson sliced it a little bit differently here on the men's radio station at the moment, and we thought that the first um, the first half hour or so would be a conversation, normally with Phil Dave, but Phil's, um, you know, uh, at the moment outside the Iceland entry for Eurovision, just going, oh, you guys, you're just great. You definitely did the right thing. How do you reckon his hair is holding up? Speaking of body image. Oh, well, if it's hot and humid... This could be a huge problem for <laughs> Phil the Hair Dave. I mean, as his hair is like, it's the most complicated hairdo I've ever seen because it's kind of 75% normal. And then at the front is this huge kind of pompadour Mary Antoinette construction, like a beehive of curls. I don't know how else, to, how else would you describe it? It's just like... A, beeh a beehive of curls is a very good thing. Um, and to bring it back, but that is his image. That is who it he is. is. He's always like that. That's and his thing. That's, that's his, his thing. Shtick. 
Right. But is that a bad thing or is that a good because thing? Because it's, it's Phil Dave. He can do what he wants. It's his hair. What what difference to us? Why is it a good or bad thing? It's I don't think those uh, attributes can apply. But would you, l- I mean, like you know, we all love Phil and we love him because of who he is, but he wouldn't be Phil without that body image, or would he? Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it'd still be irritating. <laughs> <laughs> it'd still be really annoying. No, um, I've known Phil for many, many years. And uh, would it be him? No, it's part and parcel of who of who he is. But he'd still be the same guy. It wouldn't change his personality. Would he be so recognisable? Uh, no, because you can't, once you've met Phil and you see the, the crazy hair, then um, you won't forget. If you I'd see him again, you go, oh, you're Phil. I remember I'd, you. I'd have to disagree with you. I don't think he would be Phil if unless he had the hair and the outfit. I think that is who oh, he is. Oh, you didn't say the outfits. You're just talking about the hair. I'm talking about the image of a whole of Phil Day. He has a very distinct image, which he has cultivated for many years. He's an absolute dandy. Great style. He is a very stylish guy, and he's a dandy. And it was almost my favorite. We were having a, a production meeting. Yes, we actually do have a meeting. Can you believe it? And it was boiling hot. We were in a back of... Uh, Patisserie Valerie before they went bust with 20 million quid that suddenly disappeared. What was all that about? Anyway, and it was really hot and Phil was wearing a vel- a black velvet suit with a thick shirt and a black velvet waistcoat and he was sweating and the perspiration was on his, you know, falling. I said, why don't you take your jacket off? He says, because I look blank hot. <laughs> and he didn't want to ruin the look. So he'd rather sit and suffer for his uh, kind of art. Okay. Has this week? Has this week? Do you think helped? Have you seen? Have you seen anything that's actually helped? Hmm. I'd, I'll, if you ask me that question next week, I will tell you the answer because this week all that I've seen is people raising awareness about it. I haven't actually seen any action so far. I've seen lots of information about body image and being comfortable with who you are. And you know how, how body satisfaction and appreciation have been linked to overall well-being mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. However, I haven't actually seen much action. To be fair, you know what they have to overcome, and I'll tell you this: it's never going to happen. You can have as many shows like this as you like, and as many editions of Woman's Hour as you like. You will never overcome the power of social media. You'll never overcome the huge, huge pressure like those twerps the card i say twerps them billionaires i mean literally not millionaires they're billionaires it's unbelievable they are so powerful and as stupid and as irritating and as talentless as you may think they are one they're richer than god and two they are hugely influential and hugely powerful do i understand it no don't get it at all i don't get it i think they look ludicrous that's just me i am in a minority of one and Tens of millions of people think they are the bee's knees. So who's right, who's wrong? Clearly I'm wrong and they're right. But that doesn't help body dysmorphia. I'm Russ Kane in conversation with James Blake. You are listening to Men's Radio Station, where men really talk, coming at you absolutely 100% live from the centre of London in Covent Garden and uh, waiting in the wings in the now kind of deserted green room. I'm not going to let this go, James. <laughs> Uh, you got three hours of this. Um, we'll be our very first guest. We'll be back just after this. <laughs> 